You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome back, everybody, to the Oz Network as we continue on our coverage of Third Watch TV show that is amazing, and you should uh, definitely watch it because we're telling you to. And uh, we are right now about to cover the tenth episode of the third season of Third Watch. This one's called Transformed. It first aired on the 14th of January, 2002. Written by Paul G. Golding and directed by our bestie, Guy Norman B. Hello, Guy. If you're listening, thanks for tuning in. Uh, this is an interesting episode. Obviously, we had such a great episode last week. Uh, so, got a fair bit to talk about when it comes uh, to this one. Um, but I'm going to start off by saying that my name is Ben. And do I look busy to you? <laughs> Maybe. No, my name is Brandy, and I'm back again. Let's get into it. We do. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a. I mean, this isn't a bad episode. It's not a brilliant episode. It's it's an episode. Um, you know, I think kind of there's a case that this could be a low buy or a strong rent. I don't know yet. We'll have to see how my opinion will change when we discuss this. But um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of you know a bit following on with the Doc storyline with Ryan. We've got a new firefighter. Woohoo! Um and Kim and Jimmy are back to being at each other's throats. So um, you know, there's a bit to like about this one, isn't there? Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> kind of like. I mean, yeah. I, mean okay. I do like I do like this episode, but when you say Kim and Jimmy, I'm like, uh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, it's touchy. I think this is just like it's a very hard. standard episode. I mean, it's kind of. Yeah, there's bits and bobs about it that work and everything, but I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, exactly. There's just there's just some stuff that kind of yeah, it's a bit on the nose. Not on the nose. That's making it sound like it's bad. It's it's you know, it's kind of. I just this no. is just kind of like this is an episode that's there, and it's it's not one that you know in three seasons time when we wrap the show up and we're talking our top ten. Ep- this isn't going to be in the top probably thirty, forty episodes. Maybe it's not going to be in the bottom twenty or thirty either. But it's it's kind of just there, you know. So. <laughs> Welcome to this episode. I hope you were getting you excited for us talking about Transformed. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so we start off. Here's Doc. He's uh, worried about Brandy's boyfriend, Ryan, who's uh, poor old laying in bed. He's got his uh, little head device on and uh, he's, he, he hates the world. He's grumpy. He's one of his mood swings. He's watching this weird video with snowboarders, which is, is snowboarders snowboarding. There's music and there's no nothing else going on. Um, mentioning about how um, he's uh, actually more of a surfer. And then he's like, oh, do you visit all your patients? And he's like, oh, you know, some. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, thanks for coming. So, cool. Obviously, Doc's feeling a little bit guilty. He's your boyfriend, right? You said he was hot, didn't you? You said he was cute. Oh, come on. I'm say he's hot. He... Come on. Say it. <laughs> he is. He... I don't know. <laughs> For sure. No. Okay, he's hot. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, good, good to get that through there. But uh, meanwhile, we're on the jungle gym. Um, poor little demon child's flying a transformer or something. Um, pff, I don't know <laughs> what he's doing. Um, Jimmy's on the phone talking to Catherine, Kim's mum. Oh, can you come pick him up? Yeah, no, that would be great. Because Jimmy's flirting with some woman on the bench. Um, you know, I kind of think we alluded to the fact that we kind of only see Jimmy with one woman that I can remember, and that's the the morning of the whole bike crash episode. But, I mean, you know, I, he's obviously flirting with people still. Can I just say, like, you're talking about Ryan being hot. This woman's not attractive. I'm sorry to whoever this woman is. 
Um, but like Jimmy can do so much better. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, you went from Kim to that. Yeah, I mean, God, Kim, Brooke, they're gorgeous. This woman, not so much. I, <laughs> I mean, she, I, I mean, she ain't the yeah. worst. But... You know. <laughs> I mean, I guess, like, you know, but. <laughs> We are so mean. I just love, like, you know, Jimmy kind of like, you know, stop doing that, stop doing that. Then typical freaking Joey just does it anyway, falls off and breaks his arm. It's very Kramer versus Kramer. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. It's a good movie. But I remember there's a scene uh, in that one where I think, like, his son falls off the, the play equipment or something like that. Um, but uh, anyway, so, oh, tension, drama. Poor old Joey's hurt. God, not Joey, the demon child. Um <laughs> So mean. Chris, like, I think we established this, didn't we, recently, that he's kind of not in many more episodes after this. So this is his third last episode uh, that we'll ever see a uh, little demon child in. So um, just just remember that, folks. Third last episode for Joey Doherty. Um, he's breaking his arm, spoiler alert. So um, no Chris Bauer on the credits. Just thought I'd mention that again. Um, and then, uh, yeah, back into the precinct. Gokus is back. Um, she's been on the shore for a couple of days, at least uh, according to Sully and Davis. Bosco hasn't told them. Um, so that's kind of good. And then I love how Bosco's kind of like, oh, you better hurry up. Chris has re- been a hard-ass recently. Hasn't he always been a hard-ass? Why is this just a thing all of a sudden, Bosco? Um, yeah. Small talk. Small it's talk. Just small talk. Small talk. Good, yep. good, good logic there, Brandy. I like that. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> we're at the hospital. Jimmy's with Joey. Uh, they're in the the room, and for some reason, the the weird looking mum and her daughters come along for support, I guess. Um, and Jimmy's being all macho and oh, come on, don't cry. You don't want the girls to see you cry. Um, yeah, like come on. I even I'm like I'm not going to say that to. Well, let's be honest, I'm never going to have a kid. But um, yeah, I'm not going to say that to my imaginary child. Uh, like he can cry if he wants to. 2018, no, no, 2017, I- you're allowed to do what you want, man. Come on. Right? I know. I tell, the, tell my kid the same thing. Like, when his grandpa passed away, he didn't think it was... I don't know why he got that, but he didn't want to cry. And I was like, you know you can cry, right? It's <laughs> one of these stereotype things about, like, it's kind of... You know, I don't want to bring a whole debate into this, but it's kind of like, you know, how there's just certain stereotypes and things which you're not allowed to say in regards to, like, you know, women anymore because it's not correct and you've got to, you know, fair enough, I get it, quality, everything along those lines, but there's still a lot of stigmas around men that we've got to kind of live up to which aren't talked about, you know, and kind of the emotional man side of things. It's still kind of looked down upon, I think, in society for a man to cry or be emotional because of how we're meant to be tough. Um, but you yeah, know, I, I think that's, to me, that's no different to implying that a woman has to be at home cooking in the kitchen. Like it's like, there shouldn't be a stereotype like that. You know, I agree. I so agree. Anyway, yeah, I agree. that's a whole other kettle of fish. Um, no, no, no but you're, it, you made a simple point and if, you know, saying less, you made a big point on that. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, so we've got Kim and doc, uh, they're still partnered up here. Uh, Kim's obviously mentioning about how they're expecting to get the decision, uh, any day now for Joey, uh, who's got custody. Can I just say, like, I feel kind of sorry for Kim, like on many levels. She's had a pretty tough time recently, obviously, but like, let's, let's just go back a season or two. Beloved Bobby, 
you know, she'd be talking to Bobby. Bobby would be paying attention for the most part. He'd talk back and forth a little bit, you know, give her some advice, go off at her a little bit, then they'd make up and sometimes have sex. Doc just does not give a shit here. Like, poor old Kim's, like, talking about his kid, and Doc's just like, uh-huh, mm-hmm, oh, I think our patient's over there. Like, I know Doc's got some stuff on his plate too, but come on, Doc, like, listen to Kim. Doc has always been like that, though. <laughs> yeah. I know that, unfortunately. I mean, Doc is Doc. I mean, it takes, now I realize it kind of takes a really patient, not patience, in a way, it takes a very patience, not, yeah, I guess, a person has patience to deal with Doc. I mean, because I should think that people, Doc had to deal with everybody else, but in a way, they have to deal with Doc as well, because he is more of like that serious person. You can't, like, you get in the car, you get in the ambulance, you're just like, okay, I gotta be a little bit more serious. I can't be myself. <laughs> yeah. Can I just point something out, yeah, though, when it comes to that? Like, it's interesting you say that, because, like, without going into too much details about spoiling shit, like, people, I think, will know what we're talking about. But, like, later on, when Doc kind of leaves the show in the circumstances that he leaves the show, and we kind of get the therapy episode where they're kind of talking to the people in the firehouse about how it's affected them, and, like, they sort of... One of the bits they say is, like, oh have you talked to anyone about this sort of stuff? And one of them, I think, says, like, oh, no, we usually talk to Doc about this sort of stuff. Do you? Like, does Doc care? Because clearly we're seeing, as you're pointing out, Doc really doesn't give a shit half the time. <laughs> I mean, like, he's a, he's like the... Uh, here's the thing, again, I keep thinking Doc is older. Like, I don't know why. Like, 50 I don't know why, but I'm thinking like he's the wise grandfather or grandpa. The wise. <laughs> his age was re- wasn't his age mentioned recently that he's nearly forty. I think they say that in an episode. Or was he just over forty? I think they said that recently the when he's like, "Oh, I'm nearly 40. Um Okay, so yeah, so I mean, I'm thinking like. No, I'm with you though. He does kind of come across as sort of like a you know an old hand, but. um I mean, I just think, like, I, I feel like I'm being harsh on Doc. I'm not trying to be. Like, he's a complex character, and he kind of has a real shit ride, as we've kind of, we said from the very beginning, just, like, the gradual downfall of poor Doc here. Um, so I guess kind of you can you can understand why some of his decisions, you know, um, are a little bit reckless. But, yeah, like, I guess it's just kind of interesting, like, to kind of note that when we get to that episode in a couple of seasons' time about, like, Doc was always the one that was there for us. I was like, well, is he really... Because uh, <laughs> Kim's trying to talk here. Kim's like me. Kim's one of these people that's always trying to talk about things and kind of, you know, it's not necessarily to get people to give you an answer. Like, you know, when you're wanting advice, you're not always wanting to get the right or wrong answer. But sometimes you just like to talk and get a person to just acknowledge that you're talking about things so you can vent and kind of offer a few throwaway words and then you just move on. Um, you know, and that's what Bobby was good for. Um, but, you know. I think maybe Doc is the one that's there. Like when it comes down to like the best of the firehouse, like the best, like when it comes down to his team, like his people. Yeah, he is there. He might not be the best like one-on-one counselor, but true. When it comes down to like the firehouse itself, or like yeah, true. of his family, then he's there. Maybe that's why. I don't good know. point. Good. Good point. Well <laughs> done. Go. I like that idea. Well done. Um, the one thing I like about this scene though is when um. They're, like, driving through this neighbourhood, and Kim's like, who would voluntarily live here? And Doc's just like, my place is three blocks from here. <laughs> just like, wow. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> what did she say after that? She says something like, well, I don't think it's that bad. Like, yeah, she something like that. Like, it's got potential or something like that. Yeah. Um, 
But then, so they're, they're trying to find a call. So we've got this guy standing on the street uh, who's just a real dick, you know, step it up, step it up. And like, Kim's like, step it up. Um, so they go into this uh, building. There's a girl in there. Let's get a collar on her. I love how they kind of say that. Um, and, you know, he kind of, like, they ask what happened to her and kind of like, you know, he says that, um, oh, you know, she started hitting me and I kind of just hit her back. Uh, and then she runs away. Uh, he runs away, sorry. Uh, and then kind of Kim's like, hey, guy, like, where are you going? And Doc's like, you know, he's on our priority. She's our priority. Um, so then they obviously call in uh, Davis and Sully. Um, they'll uh, catch up uh, at the hospital. Um, so uh, there's that. Then we're back at the hospital. Uh, we've got that, uh, the friendly doctor dude. I've just written friendly doctor. Um, but he was the one who was wearing that uh, Hawaiian shirt who I apparently reckoned in that episode never appeared again. Uh, not Dr. Fields, I've gone over him, uh, Dr. Thomas, Dr. Thomas, there we go. Um, meanwhile, Kim sort of, uh, gets visited by Mary, who's like, oh, did you see Joey yet? And she's like, no, what are you talking about? So, uh, she rushes to see, uh, Joey. Um, meanwhile, Jimmy's still flirting with the ugly, I mean, the unattractive woman. Um, that was mean, Ben. Uh, <laughs> I just love Kim's reaction. Who the hell are you? <laughs> And then Jimmy does not know her name. Like, oh, Jimmy. <laughs> you should have just been like, this is Rita. <laughs> um, wow, that's such an awkward moment. And then poor old Joey, demon child. You can't not, you know, feel sorry for the poor kid. He's crying. Um, you know, he's allowed to cry if he wants to. And then kind of, you know, Jimmy's just like, oh, you know, it's a badge of honor. Think of all the girls who are going to be signing your cast. Um, you know, just kind of being, you know, the cool dad, I guess, here. Um, Kim obviously goes off at uh, Jimmy about this. You know, you, you're you watching him. I'm going to mention this at the the case. And, like, fair, fair play here for Kim. Because I think kind of, like, if you think about it, Jimmy's willing to bring up the fact that she kidnapped Joey, which technically she did didn't because they had shared custody still. So legally exactly. she's allowed to take Joey. And like, he's willing to like bring that up, which I think Kim kind of in her defense should be like, okay, sure. I took him from school, even though I was not meant to. Having said that, I didn't like hide from anyone. And then he was aggressive as he came to my house. I had to call the police. Um, so, you know, I'm kind of team Kim here with a lot of this. Because even here, like, you know, she's got every right to be like, well, you weren't watching him because you were flirting with Ugly Woman as he fell off the play equipment. So, you know. I'm team, I've been team Kim since the beginning, even though she made that mistake. I'm still team Kim. Just the fact that, look, all the shit, suddenly, like, everything that Jimmy's done yeah. is, oh, yeah. it's gone. Jimmy's a good person out of the blue because yeah. of one mistake Kim did. Yep. Some, yeah, but. <laughs> exactly right, exactly right. One thing I do kind of like about this whole scene, though, because, you know, I love it when we get random characters interacting with each other. Why not have Sully and Davis just randomly talking with Kim and Jimmy? Uh, obviously, you know, they're trying to get um, details about the guy who, like, you know, bashed up that woman, because obviously we're going to find out that uh, she's dead now, so it's a homicide now. Um, but I just kind of love, you know, Jimmy interacting with Davis and Sully all being like, yeah, I broke my leg, I broke my arm, you know, this, that, and everything else. And then kind of Kim's just like, why doesn't this bother everyone, anyone? 
Um, but I don't know. I just, I always love random scenes like this. Like, when do we ever get Jimmy with Sully and Davis? It's kind of cool. I don't know if I'm the only one who gets excited about this every time it happens. It's kind of like the next episode when we get two female, two female characters together. Yeah, who will obviously kind of go on to be sort of more of a thing. But like, I mean, we, yeah, we just don't ever really. Yeah, but I mean, that was cool to see. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I want the, the, the Jimmy and Sully episode, like when they're stuck in a, I don't know, like <laughs> Eddie Sibrid and Skip Sutter, give us an episode. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll get Kim and Sully, obviously, have done a fair bit. We're going to find out next episode what Kim really thinks of Davis. Um, but <laughs> he's hot. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah, he's definitely hot. Not really. Not really, Kim. Not I, just, really. I just love that. Like, you know, Kim's hooked up with Bosco. Hooked up with Jimmy, hooked up with uh, Bobby, could hook up with Davis if she wants. Uh, <laughs> you know. Oh, that's right. In the after hours, right? Bob yeah. And Kim. Sully, yeah, like Sully, when he's yeah. single again. Like, come on, Kim. Like, you're both lonely. <laughs> Doc. I totally, I totally <laughs> forgot. Carlos implied that he, she loves Carlos, even though it's not true. So, you know, it's kind of only Doc and Sully that she's never got any kind of, like, connection with, if you think about it. <laughs> she's not into older men. Uh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> I'm in with a chance. Yes. Um, <laughs> Hi, Kim Ravey. You, so, you would be right third watch if we could. Not, like, saying that we could. But, I mean, just they're probably, like, would not have us as writers. <laughs> um... Yeah, oh, but this is that scene you were talking about last episode of Bosco and Yoko. So, you know, don't do that. Don't do, don't get sick again. Uh, it's a nice scene. I'm with you. Like, it's a nice little character moment between these two. And I also kind of like their little, you know, digs at poor old Gusler. It's not his strong suit, the paperwork. Um, <laughs> Gusler sucks at paperwork. Um, and then I just kind of like Bosco and they're just kind of talking. He's like, oh, let's go rouse somebody. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh, poor Gus. I just love it. Because it's like one of those, like, I just love it. It's so, like, I don't know. It's just well done. It's just, like, yeah. for a moment, you see a glimpse of, like, Bosco's, like, emotional side. And he's like, all right, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> She's like, yeah. Let's do it. I agree. For a second, I thought he said, let's go rob somebody. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he did that in season one, remember. Um, but, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Then we got Doc and Kim, and this is kind of, again, Dick Doc doesn't give a shit. Kim's, like, on the phone, like, talking about Joey. Like, why doesn't anyone care he broke his arm? Doc's just like, oh, he's your son, Kim. Like, he just doesn't care. (laughs) Um, Kim obviously says, like, sure, this is going to shift things in my favour. But, like, even more Dick Doc here when it comes down to, he's your son, Kim, I don't care, to, oh, I went and saw Ryan. Let's talk about my problems. Uh, (laughs) So... Um, just kind of, you know, going on there and Doc obviously very adamant here. I did not lie. I did not lie. It's a t- nice little, you know, uh, tense scene. And obviously Kim ends it with, you know, uh, I'm not perfect. Neither are you. Welcome to the world of us mortals, Doc. Ooh, Kim. Um, I mean, look, this won't make the, <laughs> this won't make the top five, but I mean, this would maybe be a top 20 moment of this season. I think it's just kind of, it's a nice conversation between these two and just kind of like, you know, Kim sort of smack down on Doc, like, welcome to the new models, Doc. Um, it was yeah. perfect, especially towards Doc, you know, I mean, to any other character, it'd be like, oh, just any other dialogue, but when it comes to Doc, it's like, 
Yeah, it was perfect because it kind of because you kind of do see Doc as a superior like human compared like to Bum like because he's that wise you know paramedic. And so you see him as a superior par- paramedic, but then here's Kim doing a SmackDown like reality like bro, you human just like us. Yeah. <laughs> so it, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, great acting between Kim Raider and Michael Beach here, of course, too. Uh, meanwhile, let's go back to the firehouse. Why not? Um, so obviously they're just having a bit of a conversation about, um, DK jumping off a roof. Um, I was at Walsh, sorry, jumping off the roof. Um, and just kind of their back and forth about impressing girls. Um, I like it. You know, I like my Walsh and DK moments when we got them. Um, but you know, what do we need? Brandy? You know, it's kind of a, it's an episode. Uh, the firefighters need something to do. How about we introduce a new firefighter? Why not? Why not? Um, Prescott! We meet Kyle Prescott, who I look, I guess, okay, in the logical sense of the timeline of Third Watch, we're just not far removed from 9-11, three months. Yes, we know, obviously, tragically, a lot of firefighters lost their lives, so they did have to do all this. I'm not taking away from the storyline element to it. But one thing that Third Watch does not do well when it comes to firefighters is give you memorable firefighters. <laughs> like, you know, DK and Walsh are memorable. Jimmy is memorable. Taylor is memorable. Kyle Prescott is not memorable. Uh, <laughs> he's a kitty, though, and I like his name. Prescott. Well, Sounds rich. I don't know. Why, why do I... Oh, because Blink, oh, Blink Check, my childhood show, Blink movie. Sorry, I just okay, I just love you here talking about him. Oh, he's hot. Oh, and he's probably rich too. <laughs> His name sounds rich. <laughs> wow. So Brandy's into good-looking rich guys. Okay, understood. If I'm rich and they're rich, we can build an empire together. Hey, no, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, love, um, no, uh, <laughs> I mean, look, I just like. We we I think Darvell and I bagged out Stew with all the Z's, whatever his name is in season six, because he's just so just like whatever. Um, but like I, when it comes to the whatever cake, I think dear old Prescott takes it because like all Prescott's here to do is basically come in and piss Taylor off, and then basically be a bit of a sexist dick. And then kind of, like, give a nice bit of retcon at the end to talk about dear old Taylor's dad being a nice guy. So, um, Prescott says no purpose. Like, Taylor could have had that conversation from Lou. Like, where's Lieutenant Johnson giving her this speech or something like that? Like, um... Yeah. Yeah, I just... Uh, I just... This one thing it, that kind it of irks me... could be a whole story... A whole episode in yeah. itself, in a way. Like, not a whole episode, but, like, a storyline, for sure. Don't... I mean, don't introduce him randomly as a side bit, and then... Because he's only in one more episode moving forward. So it's not like he's going to be a regular in eight episodes or ten episodes. I mean, um... You know, what happened to Joe? Is Joe officially out of this now? I know he kind of... He, he gradually disappears. Maybe I need to just kind of quickly double-check that. But, um... Yeah. I mean, I, just... I want to have, uh, what was his name? Jason Seahorn? Or is it Seahorn? I forgot his name. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. The, well, he's kind of dead, so. Oh, no, no, but I just, <laughs> I would have been as like a, he's remembered though, too. I know he's, he died in the fire, but. Yeah, Rip Seahorn. <laughs> uh, but. The fact that he was so powerful in that one episode, though, <laughs> and we still know who he is. Joe, Joe's still around. Joe's last episode will be the penultimate episode of this season, uh, 233 days. So, um, yeah, Joe's still around. Uh, but, yeah, it's just, I don't know, like, firefighters are kind of the forgotten profession on this show, and that is so adamant, like, moving forward. Like, Jimmy's kind of the only 
piece of firefighters that is literally keeping them part of this show. And come season five, when Jimmy leaves, there's just nothing around the firefighters. I mean, DK and Walsh are there. I think there's like a couple of episodes related, and we get, yeah, Stu with all the Zs. And we get that stupid episode where you got that actor who wants to be, like, learn. It's just dumb. Because they're just trying to find storylines to keep the firefighters still involved. Like, I know I always say the firefighter storylines aren't my, um, you know, my favorite. But I kind of, I think I'm appreciating them a lot more on this rewatch and analyzing them. Um, yeah. But for it's sure. just. I think I'm just appreciating Jimmy much more as a character, to be completely honest with you. But yeah, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's, they just get rid of it, basically, the firefighter. So the fact that they're trying here, let's introduce random Prescott, who's just, he's nothing. He's just absolutely nothing. So, um, I see what they're doing, but yeah, like, I'm with you. Bring back Seon. He's not, he didn't really die. He's fine. <laughs> you know, like, hey, everyone, I'm back. Uh, <laughs> Plot twist. It's funny because, like, the more we get into, like, the third season and the first season, like, I always forget those are Bobby. And that's unfortunate because he's, like, one of my favorite characters. Aww. But then I forget because we get deeper into, like, the paramedic lives. And, like, you know, we do get more focused a little bit more on the fire, like, Jimmy. And he gets more, like, stronger for his character. And then you forget, like, oh, wait, there was a Bobby in, like, two seasons. And then... <laughs> Poor Bobby. It's just... I remember I you, Bobby. I know this show's forgotten about you and Brandy's forgotten about you, but um, <laughs> we do get one episode this season where he's he's brought up. So, you know, there's a storyline kind of around the one year of his death. I think it's, it's this season or season four, but there's a whole storyline about Kim knows what the day is and she can't go to the grave, grave site, so Taylor goes with him, uh, with her. So um, I, I'm pretty sure it has to be this season, right? It wouldn't make sense if it's season four. But who knows? I'm probably wrong. I'm often wrong on these things. Uh, Okides is typing feverishly to me right now, going off at me. Um, but anyway, so Prescott, here he is, the esteemed Prescott. If we ever do an episode where we rank the characters of Third Watch, Prescott's not even in the conversation for like the top 100. Get fucked, Prescott. But um, he's cute though. I'm putting well, him in like the top 100. I'm sure he's cute, <laughs> but I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you find him cute. Then. <laughs> Um, you know, keeping the stereotype of sexy firefighters alive, I guess. Um, so there anyway, we're at a, we're at a fire, um, uh, because why not? And, um, they have to show up. Obviously, Taylor comes there with the ambulance. Who's that? You know, oh, the new guy. He's a replacement. Um, so, uh, yeah, I've written here, he's a dick. Um, so, um... Yeah, this kind of whole, um, this whole sequence here is like, this is maybe like why this episode's kind of a bit like meh, because like, I mean, it sort of turns into a bit of a fiery episode in some way, but it's kind of, we've got this rescue, we've obviously got this woman who's more concerned about her, um, her antiques, uh, <laughs> then obviously... I was about to say artifacts. <laughs> artifacts. Uh, and then we, this is kind of just, this is how firefighter storylines generally work a lot of the time from this point on, that we're going to have a bit of conflict between like Jimmy and the new person or Jimmy and one of the other people. Something like There's always got to be a bit of conflict. Um, so, you know, it kind of comes down to that. And again, kind of, this is one of those bits I feel that like we can talk about things, but you know, again, it probably pays you to sort of watch the episode more. So, um, so kind of just a few scenes here kind of before we get inside, obviously, uh, Taylor and uh, Carlos have a bit of a conversation about being an adrenaline junkie, and I'd, I'd rather go in there with all my equipment. Um, what does Carlos say? Like, oh, you know, going in there with fifty pounds, and she's like sixty with an axe. 
Um, so it's kind of I like, you know, she, she I, I do feel for Taylor though. I kind of, I, I wish they used Taylor more as a firefighter, um, which we'll kind of get a little bit more. I think it's after this episode, isn't it? That we'll, she'll kind of sort of go back there for a little bit. Um, but I do like this old lady who's kind of going up to Lieutenant Johnson and just kind of like, oh, I want to talk to you about this. There's vandals. And he's just sort of like, uh, I can't talk to you right now. No disrespect, ma'am. He's so nice. Um, but yeah, the, the, um, she mentions about, uh, the place that they're in, uh, the babysitter's been taken out and that there must be two kids inside. So of course, got to add a bit of tension by having some kids inside. So Prescott saves the baby. Good on you, Prescott. Uh, <laughs> and what does he say when he hands it to, to, um, Taylor? Here you go, honey. Um, uh, and then she's like, honey. He's like, oh, sorry, sir. <laughs> Such a dick. <laughs> Such an absolute dick. Um, he is. He is. I mean, because then, then he does it on purpose again later on. <laughs> Speaking of dicks, though, the biggest dick in this episode is going to go to this little shit of a kid who Jimmy's trying to rescue. Um, so Jimmy's searching for this kid, uh, finds him. Yeah, get away from me. Get away from me. Leave me alone. Fuck you, you stupid little kid. I was like, like, are you kidding me? I'd have been pissed. Like, well, first of all, Jimmy's like threatening me. Like, it's getting bad. He's searching for his kid, calling his name out, right? And this kid doesn't even answer, and he's just sitting in the closet, like, hmm, I wonder if I should eat a, tri- a snicker right now. Like, he's just sitting there, like, nothing's happening. <laughs> and then he wants his stupid <laughs> toy, like, Max. <laughs> stupid Max. I don't like, like, come on. I always go on about little kids who are shit. Like, this kid's just shit. Um, and just he's yeah. right next to Dirty Kid. There oh, you go. he's worse. No, I'm going to say this right now, man. He's worse he's than worse. Dirty Kid. Like, you know, Dirty Kid didn't say oh, anything. He was just stupid and was dirty. Whereas, like this <laughs> kid, give me, give me, my toy. Like, shut up, Jimmy. Just leave him in the fire. The fact that he just sat there when your fireman is just calling you out, and he just sat there in the closet, like just looked at Jimmy, like, oh, hey. And then later on in the hospital when he starts screaming. What a little sh- Oh, God damn it. I hate this kid. (laughs) I know I shouldn't say that. Well, he almost got one of our people killed. So, yeah, we can hate him. True, we did. I just want Jimmy to be like, nope, sorry, I couldn't find the kid. Oh, well, what a shame. He's dead. Move on. Like, I got my own son to worry about. Yeah. Come on, Jimmy. Uh, I, mean, I guess we get a bit of tense action here. They're stuck in the room, as always is the case. They can never just get out. So he's got to, like, smash through a wall. They're climbing up the ladder to try and rescue him. And um, what is it called? Like, mouth breathing or whatever it is. He takes his mask off. Um, uh, and, buddy, uh, breathing. buddy breathing. Buddy breathing. Yeah, say, thank you. Yeah. Um, so he does that. I and mean, again, this little shit of a kid. Jimmy's risking his life to save you, you little dick. Um, <laughs> anyway, God, I'm such an asshole sometimes. So anyway, they save the kid. Of course they do. Um, you know, and then kind of we get this little, you know, Prescott being a bit cocky of, oh, this is how we're meant to do it in the firehouse. <laughs> Shut up, Prescott. Burned to death in the building with the kid. Um, <laughs> wow, Ben. Even I think that was an asshole moment. Um, meanwhile, back at, back at the firehouse... You know, here comes douchey Prescott with his toy. Oh, I left mine at home. Ha, <laughs> um, Jimmy, obviously, you know, talking about it, saying he's de- dehydrated, and then kind of, you know, here's Prescott trying to flirt with Taylor. Hi, I'm Kyle. 
He's like, did I do something to piss you off? And what, I love, I do love Taylor, which is like, who is he? Why is he here? <laughs> like, right. <laughs> um, give it a couple of days, oh. darling. What an asshole. Men are bastards, Brandy. Like. <laughs> oh, man. I think females can be. Ugh, it depends on the person. Do women fall for this crap? Maybe I need to be more of an asshole like Prescott. Maybe I won't be single. Oh man, I'll definitely be single for a long time. <laughs> Every guy was like that. Now you know what? It's funny because like some females, like okay, I grew up in the hood. And I used to like date thugs and shit. But now I just want a nerd. I really just want to like I'm raising my son to be a nerd. Like I want him to play chess. <laughs> right. You know, because okay. I mean I don't think you. I think it depends on a person. If they if they're like group in the hood, like they think that bad boy stuff is hot, then they go for that. Like I know females who do go for the bad boys, and they didn't grow up in the hood or anything like that. They just want the bad boy because they think it's appealing, mm. or the, the douchebag, you know. But yeah. not me. I think people nah. are into what they're into. You can't change their opinions. I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, I guess. But then kind they of, wonder why they can't. Then they yeah, wonder why they're crying every night or shit like that. I mean, I guess I have a type, and then kind of that type generally will not be the people that want to be with me, and that's my own fault for, I guess, liking a certain type of girls. But, um, you know. Huh. Eh. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Anyway. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Stupid Prescott. Anyway, we're back at the, the precinct. Uh, so we've got the guy, uh, that will, sorry, Bosco's got a junkie who's kind of passed out, um, and, uh, they're kind of resuscitating him and trying to get him back, uh, up and running, and I do love Bosco here, how he's just, like, going off, like, oh, it's gonna be so much paperwork, and, you know, just, like, not giving a shit, uh, and then obviously they discover this is the guy from before who, um, beat up the, beat up the woman and killed her, so, you know, their founder. Um, they shock him, he's alive, so they're going to put him in the ambulance. Meanwhile, um, Jimmy, he's got the toy, goes up to little shit Max, and how does Max repay Jimmy for bringing his beloved little Transformer toy back that he was so desperate to get in the burning building by fucking screaming like a little bitch? And, get away from me, get away from me, no! Shut up! Like... Wow, I mean, just shut me up, Brandy. Well, no, 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 because I agree. Because at first I was like, well, he's traumatized because Jimmy had something to do with like the worst day of his life. But then he was a shit before before Jimmy came in. Like he was just sitting there. Like did he start the fire? Maybe he did. <laughs> he probably did the little shit. I mean, because like at first I was like, okay, he's traumatized, but no, like he was an asshole the whole time. Like Maybe. he just. Yeah. Remember the season one episode where those kids started the fire because they thought their dad was going to take them or something like that? Like this is just yeah. that all over again. The kid, the the kids just done this <laughs> deliberately. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, we're back in the ambulance. Uh, Bosco riding up front with Doc because uh, Kim's having to monitor the uh, the guy in the back uh, who's vomiting everywhere. Um, and I love, you know, Bosco, like, oh, you know, I'm going to be in the hospital all damn night. Uh, and then, you know, you wrecked my high. And then it's like, oh, swap places. And um, Bosco in the back and kind of just sitting with this guy puking everywhere. And then I do love how he kind of, like, you know, can I have a new bucket? Um, yeah, like, I often have thought I'd want to be a cop. Um, and I guess kind of a lot of the reason why I could never be a police officer is just because I'm not brave enough. I just, I would not have the guts to do all the things that they do. 
Um, but like, this is definitely one thing that I would not want. Like, and this is, of course, I think mainly like a lot of rookies probably get shoved on this sort of detail, like sitting in the back with a prisoner who's just vomiting up. Like, yeah, that is uh, not a fun moment. <laughs> That's disgusting. I mean, I really, I always wanted to be a cop, and it's not too late, but it's just, yeah, that right there, I'd rather chase somebody down than have to sit in the back of the ambulance when this guy is just pooping his guts out. Like just, I can't, I can't do that. Body fluids, just no. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of um, being around people who vomit. <laughs> I'm kind of one of those people that's probably going to vomit if I'm around someone who's vomiting. So, um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not you know, like I actually, I had a friend in school who you couldn't even like go in front of him because he would want to vomit. Like he was that touchy with it. Oh my god! But um, yeah. I wonder if like, does he have kids? I know my son. I mean. Oh my god! It wasn't vomit, but I mean, like I'm really—he was like two, right? And I had this big old jug of water. I don't know why, but he he grabbed it, I guess, when I was sleeping. He he tries to drink it in bed. It pulls all over me, right? And so I wake up and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" And I thought it was vomit, but it was just water. But <laughs> just—he's vomited before, and I've had to clean it up. I mean, once you have kids, you get past the whole the whole. Issue, but if it's anybody else's vomit, no. My kids, it's already nasty enough, but I can do it. <laughs> just clean up my cat's vomit all the time, and that was hard enough. But <laughs> yes. I mean, I guess I mean you have to have a certain love, a, a, like a certain amount of love to get through. Just, just I just want to say it like props to my mum for like I remember those days when I was like sick and vomiting up, and your mum would come in and clean up your bucket and wash it out and bring it back and bring you a glass, like just. You know, like, I guess it's a parent thing, like, as you were just saying. Like, I'm sure if I ever have kids, and again, let's be honest, I'm never having kids. But, like, I think it's obviously a different thing. But um, I, I remember, like, my um, my nephew would come over and my sister would all be like, who do you want to change your nappy? And I just could not be in the room. I'm like, no, nah, don't look at it. Can't do it. Uh, and just, like, knowing that, like, he'd done a shit. I was like, oh, oh no, nah, got to leave the room. Can't can't be here. And just, gr- just I'm like, no, nah, sorry, can't do it. <laughs> I think, I think for me it's because I had like nieces and nephews growing up like a lot. Like my sis, my nephew's like four years younger than me because my sister's like in her thirty, like late thirties, maybe forty. And so I mean, my my nieces and nephews weren't like weren't that far off for me. And so I grew up like helping with their diapers and stuff. And it was so like every time it was a baby, I'm like, yeah, I can change the diaper. And like my kid throwing up, I think it was the hardest thing for me is not the throw up, but it's like when you're tired as hell, it's three o'clock in the morning, and your kid just vomits, right? Because my sister gave him coffee or hot chocolate or whatever it was. And he just vomits. And you got to, like, clean up the bed. And you got to, like, sanitize it. You know, make sure it's, like, dry. And you go make him another bed, right? On the sofa, right? Mm-hmm. Fresh and everything. He goes up on that. That's when it's like, oh, come on. <laughs> it's a cycle. <laughs> yeah. The last episode we had yeah, a few episodes ago when uh, Jimmy's talking about Joey just, like, vomiting all the time. So, yeah. No, I know what, you, yeah. know what you're talking about. Um. Anyway, so we're, we've got, uh, here's our scene between Prescott and Taylor. You know, she's come down to like, I don't know even why she goes down the stairs. Like, what are you doing? And he's kind of just like, what? I can't even stand here. It's kind of a good point, like Taylor. Like, what do you expect him to do? But then we kind of get this scene and he's like talking about, um, you know, having to work for her dad and, you know, what sort of guy he was and, um, you know, he was difficult, but, you know, he had a daughter. He was kind of touchy about it. But, you know, um, he'd well up a little bit when he'd talk about her. You know, he's proud of her. And obviously he sees the name Taylor on a jacket. And 
you know, it's a nice little scene, sort of. But again, I just think they could have done this some other way without having douchey Prescott be here. Um, but, but can I just point out, there's a big mistake in this scene. And again, this is one of those real things that I think you kind of have to notice and remember. Which again, let's be honest, at the time, this is airing each week. So, like, unless you're just the smartest person in the world, you know, not watching this back to back, you're never going to notice this. The photo that we see them looking at of Taylor's dad is not the same photo we saw her looking at in the September 10th and uh, After Time episode. Just want to point that out. They've changed the photo. So, <laughs> that's just something little, um, you know, but I kind of think in terms of third watching continuity, like, this is kind of one of these ones with the cracks show. Um, but, yeah, just just go back and watch After Time and, and September 10th to see the photo that Taylor's looking at. It's a di- And I think you actually even see a glimmer of it um, maybe next episode of the episode after when they do the previously on third watch, you see the scene where Taylor's like kissing the photo in the September 10th or after time and it's a different photo. So yeah, I don't know if you noticed that, but it's clearly a different photo. Mm-mm. No, I don't think, I think, wasn't I on for like September 10th? I wasn't on for the other one, I believe. No, so, but yeah, but right. yeah, it's people yeah, at home, go back and check it out. It's kind of, yeah. But uh, anyway, so... I mean, you got anything to say in this scene? I mean, kind of, do you... Are you just down on it as I apparently am? About Taylor and Prescott and the yeah. photo? And the, I mean, I get what they're trying to do. Like, she just could have been more powerful. Like, I feel like if they made, like, more of, like, an episode, like, that had that main storyline in it, I think yeah. it would be more powerful. Because this was kind of, like, random at the end, throw it in, give her some type of healing, some type of closure. You know, it was kind of... Especially for something that was like it's been a big storyline since day one of this season, you know, and yeah, yeah. So I get you. Yeah. Anyway, so we got Doc and uh, Kim having a bit of a conversation, and kind of it's a nice little sort of makeup scene, I guess, between the two of them. So. Uh, she kind of mentions I didn't say anything about Joey's arm. I don't know why, Kim. Like, you know, come on. Um, but uh, obviously, we kind of hear here about how, you know, they sort of talking. Kim's like, you know, the guy was going to die. You know, he's alive thanks to you. So, like, you know, just think about it that way at least. So, which is true. Like, I mean, it's kind of I like this sort of storyline with Doc and everything because it's like at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Like, yeah, okay, he's paralyzed, but he did save his life. So, um, you know, there's kind of that that interesting line there when it comes to it. Then we got Taylor and Lou, um, and then uh, yeah, she wants to get back on the squad. Uh, she's she's saying, you know, put me on there. Are you ready for it? Uh, and then yeah, we'll find a uh, find a way sort of for this to happen. And he says we'll find a new medic to take over. Now, can I just point out from memory? I'm just going to say this now. Doesn't actually happen. Um, I don't think this is the season that Eve comes into it. Is it? Or am I wrong? Because, um, yeah, it's, it's they, they're always well and good to bring in our random firefighters. I think we kind of only ever get, like, two random paramedics. Like, we always have Eve for an episode. But then we also have, um, uh, the oh, what's the name of the guy who, like, Doc punches in the face because of the whole Taylor situation? You know what I'm talking about, right? Um, yeah, you know, anyway. Um, Eve... No, I'm trying to think. I'm like, who? No, Eve is in next season. Uh, season 4, episode 11. Okay, we're a while away yet from Eve. Uh, but anyway... So... I was like, no, I was trying to think. I'm like, Ish, I don't... Yeah, I, I was thinking better... she didn't come in this episode. Yeah. I'm pretty... I was like, I just randomly remember that Cruz was... I think Cruz is in 
the Eve episode. Eh, people are yelling at me right now going, come on, Ben, you know this. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so, uh, when they say we'll get a random, we'll get a medic to, uh, an extra medic, I don't think we actually ever do get to see an extra medic. That was my point with that. But anyway, my point here, of course, by talking about the scene, Taylor wants back on the squad and where I think she should belong. She should be a firefighter. So, um, yeah, cool. We'll see that soon. Um, so we kind of get this scene now where Kim, uh, sorry, Jimmy shows up and I always, I was like about to call this a mistake. Cause like, I'm thinking like, this isn't the same house that he was bashing through the door a few episodes ago. Uh, but obviously we're at Kim's mum's house. Um, yes. not Kim's house. Um, so Jimmy shows up and, uh, obviously, um, you know, Joey's up watching TV and, Sorry, I cried. I didn't mean to sound like a baby. I won't cry again, I promise. And then, you know, I love Kim. You can cry all you want, baby. Um, and then kind of as, you know, sort of just a scene between these two. And as he leaves, he's got the phone call. He's won custody. Hmm. He looks through the window and uh, looks at Kim with Joey. Now, like, I don't get why he wins custody. <laughs> like, I mean, I get it, but I do don't. It's kind of like, as we kind of gone over here, I think you both, you and I are team Kim here. But like, I mean, you know, uh, I, 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 yeah. Your thoughts on I, Jimmy winning custody? <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, maybe the point was like, Kim didn't play dirty. So I don't get it. Cause again, it sh- they show that Kim was still like, I mean, reality wise, I can see it. Cause even the system's fucked up when it comes to to fathers as well, especially in like certain places. So I mean, I mean, rally wise, I could see a, a a case like this going like the way we didn't think it would go. But still, like reality wise, a lot of cases do go to mom. So I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. I mean, is this it? is this is this it though? Like, did she fight? On, did she fight it? Um, I can't remember. I I vaguely remember him kind of like like eventually caving in and letting her see him but I'm pretty certain there's at least a bit of stuff around him having him. Cause I, I know in the third, uh, in the ER crossover episode, there's kind of a, a bit at the beginning of the episode, like a whole thing in the episode to do with Jimmy and Joey. And that I believe is the last Joey episode we will get. Um, cause I, I, I know there's a scene at the beginning where they're like getting ready together and they're brushing their teeth in the mirror and they're singing along to a song and, yeah, it's, it's kind of a nice little scene. But, yeah, just from, like, memory. And this, again, just goes to show to my knowledge of three and four blending in with each other. Um, that, yeah, I, I'm pretty certain, like, he kind of... He, he accepts it at first, but he'll eventually cave and let Kim sort of come back into his life. But, again, we don't really see Joey post-season three. He's only just mentioned. So, um, yeah, there is that. Um, anyway, so we're going to be back yeah. at the hospital now. Doc's come to see Ryan again. He's just chilling and he's brought his movie. He's brought in a surfing movie. Uh, you know, oh, this, this is an awesome movie. And again, he just loves movies with just random music and watching people surf. There's no plot line or acting or talking or narration. He's just watching people surf and snowboard. Um, and then obviously we kind of get Ryan like, why do you come here? It wasn't your fault. It was a stupid car accident. Um, and you know, uh, obviously Doc's, you know, kind of just like, oh, you know, feeling a bit better, I guess. He's like, oh, maybe I'll come by tomorrow. I was like, okay, cool. Thanks for the movie. Bye-bye. Um, then the, the videotape stops. Again, this is just a weird movie that this videotape just stops with no credits or anything. Um, and then kind of Dick Ryan like, hey, my movie stopped. 
Can I get a little help if it's not too much to ask? Hello? Like, Jesus. Like, no wonder no one's rushing to your side here when your fingers are about to move. You're a bit of a dick to the nurses. Like, my movie stopped. <laughs> like, okay. It's not life or death, mate. You're in a hospital. Nurses are kind of having to save people's lives. They can wait until they come and check your sippy cup or something. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, so horrible to people in this episode. But yes, I guess, you know, big thing. At I the guess end that of- could be like the, the angel on his phone and be like, well... Maybe it's because, like, he's just laying there and he just need, he's just like, my movie. It's the only thing that's keeping him. I mean, can you imagine your TV's, like, being like that? Like, a movie stops, TV's just making that fuzzy well, sound. You're just laying there, can't move. No, well, I mean, I, I yeah, I, I, I can understand that. But, I mean, again, it's it's not yeah, yeah. life or death. Just wait until the nurse comes back in the room. You don't have to be but rude about it. It is. Just kidding. <laughs> he's so rude about it. Like, if you're a nurse, you're going to, like, be sitting at the nurse's station rolling your eyes going, oh, Brian, all right, I'll go. You know, so it's kind of like, but like, I mean, obviously, the, the, the <laughs> plot twist, well, not plot twist, but like the thing here is, of course, he moves his finger. I can move. I can move. You know, come in here. Yes. I think I can move. Um, yes. <laughs> so, you know, kind of, yay, I guess. Maybe Doc's not going to be in trouble. Hmm. Uh, but then we kind of get this nice shot <laughs> of Doc at the end, walking off into the city. Uh, close credits. Uh, that is uh, transformed. Uh, so... Yeah, I mean, any any closing thoughts, really, when it comes to this episode? No, I just, like, I'm a sucker for, like, moments like that. That's why I like Grey's Anatomy. I know you hate Ugh. it, but I just like the whole, like, I don't know, because, like, there's so much tragedy. I do love, like, a good ending, like, when there, there is that, like, rare instance where somebody can walk again or something like that. So I'm like, yeah, but. <laughs> well, um, yeah. You just said Grey's Anatomy, so I just zone out of my head there. So, yeah, yeah, no. anyway. So, gonna, so, should we buy Grey's Anatomy? Should we, I'm just kidding, no. We should burn Grey's um, Anatomy, so shit all show? over it, um, just melt it to its <laughs> core, uh, and then, like, put it in, like, an area of the world where you just never mention it again. So, yeah, that's what we should Would do with it. Would you be okay if Kim never forgave you? Um, well, I mean, Kim, I can forgive Kim for doing that piece of shit because she's <laughs> been it. in the two greatest shows of all time, so that cancels out doing shit. So, um... Uh, <laughs> I love how they can you forget... Well, I can forgive Kim. <laughs> just love it. If we ever no, get her on the show, which, I mean, again, by the time of this being released, maybe we have, maybe we haven't, I don't know. But, like, you know, it's just going to be a case of... Asking her about third watch, obviously, I wanted to probably talk to her about 24 and, you know, just all these other things. And then kind of we'll get like a listener question. Oh, you were amazing in Grey's Anatomy. And I'll be like, a listener here says you were amazing in... Okay, we're not asking that question. She'll be like, oh, do you mean Grey's Anatomy? No, no, I never saw you in that. You were never in that show. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, evil review section uh, where we buy it, rent it or bin it. Um, uh, coming into this again, the streak is going on very much so for the second chair on this show, uh, for Brandy at least, uh, yourself, uh, yourself, um, personally, hang on a second here, I'm just going to quickly go over this before I let you do it to put some pressure on here, Brandy, not including Darvell's ratings, if we just go back to the episodes that you've been involved in, you yourself are on a 13 buy streak. Uh, your last non-buy was season one, episode twenty, a thousand pounds of light. Um, but if we classify uh, Mr. Stewart, uh, 
Darvell as the second chair here on this episode. And of course, obviously, I realise you've been involved in at least two episodes where we've bought it, rented or binned it. You're actually currently on a 21 buy streak. Clearly a record here on this show. Having said that, when it comes to this episode, are you buying it, renting it or binning it? Buying it. Oh, no, sure. I thought you were going to break it this time around. Come on. No, I'm buying it. I'll, really? I don't know. I just love Yeah, yeah, I do. I like it. I mean, I love this one. I mean, Ryan's in it, and then, oh. I mean, again, I like. I do like the whole custody thing. Like, I can't stand it, but at the end, when Kim is with Joey, and then, like, I feel like this is, like, a strong, like, Jimmy kind of realizes a little bit. Well, then, again, we go back into him being kind of a dick, like you said. But I feel like in this moment, he kind of realizes that Kim is doing okay. and like She's doing better. Like, he realizes that how he kind of is a douchey father. So, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> wow. I, mean, I honestly <laughs> thought this is the one the streak would break in. Um, yeah, I'm renting. I mean, it's uh, as I kind of said at the beginning, it's either going to be a low buyer or sort of a strong middle to high rent. Um, just the fire stuff in this episode is just kind of random and just freaking Prescott gives me the shit. The little kid's a little shit. Um, and just, yeah, I mean... I don't know. I, I don't mind the Jimmy uh, Kim stuff. Uh, the the Kim Doc stuff's good. Um, really not a whole lot around the cops this episode, um, which I'm not saying, you know, I always have to be because, I mean, God, that's what the show will turn into very soon. Um, but, yeah, there's just not enough here for me to buy it. Uh, but as I kind of said in the beginning of this episode, it's just kind of there, this episode. Like, this is not an episode in three seasons' time we're going to be remembering fondly as the greatest or the worst. So... Yeah, it's a it's a strong rent. So that means in the last four episodes, I've rented three out of four. So um, there you go. I've, after my huge streaks, kind of uh, losing some things here. But that's season three for you, I guess. But anyway, uh, next week, uh, Old Dog's New Tricks. And uh, I kind of talked in um, Seven Points of Being Carlos about how we sort of never really get a Carlos episode again. Sort of an exception here. I mean, it's it's loosely Carlos. We get Carlos narration around some funny stuff. Um, but we get just great Carlos stuff in this episode, but it's just not as centric around Carlos as, uh, self-importance of being Carlos is. But I mean, God, the Carlos stuff we get is just absolutely incredible. Um, (laughs) we, uh, also kind of get, uh, as you sort of alluded to, uh, Kim and Taylor get to ride together, which is kind of nice. Um, and we get a bit of tension between Davis and Taylor. Uh, but you know, that gets, uh, solved pretty quickly. Um, and we also kind of get, uh, a bit around the return of Bosco's brother. And Ooh. more importantly, I think we kind of, uh, get a nice return from a former person on this show. Jerry's back. Yay. Yay. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's a really awkward <laughs> silence there. It's kind of like, Jerry, yay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no, I won't get into it because we're going to have to wait for that one. But I don't know. I have some thoughts on that too. So, yeah. Yeah, look, I, I definitely will have things to say about Jerry because kind of like Jerry doesn't necessarily come back and exactly Mr. Great. Um, you know, I kind of think, let's be honest, Jerry's an absolute dick when he comes back into this show. <laughs> um, but I I have que- I have questions around Jerry and Doctor. I think we kind of mentioned this when Jerry left in season one. It's kind of like they're so close. They're brothers. He's always around at their house. They're like and, family. Yeah. yeah, and for some reason, over two years, they just have not... Yeah, I've got a lot to say about kind of Jerry, and I kind of... I don't know if it just comes down to sort of the whole element of Third Watch forgetting about sort of continuity issues 
Because there's a lot around, Jerry. It's kind of like, well, why do they stop seeing each other? 9-11 happened. What about all these people who came out of retirement to help out? Does Jerry not check on Doc after 9-11? You know, how long was he at the house for? Why isn't he, like, checking up on things? You know what I mean? So... Or, like, with Morales. Like, you know, Morales. You know what I mean? That's a huge thing. I mean, and that's what I was thinking. I was like, you know, like you said, he comes back as a kind of like a dick. As a dick. And yeah. I was like, how does that happen? Like, how do you go from being close? But then I was thinking like, I guess that does happen in real life, too. Yeah, well, it does. I mean, look, we'll talk more about it next week. Now, I I do kind of like the little plot twist they have with Jerry in the next episode. It's kind of nice. Um, Like, as in nice, as in, like, it's a nice plot twist. It's one I think that you kind of don't necessarily um, see coming. Um, But we also, I should also mention next episode, we also get to be around Sully as well, Tatiana, uh, kind of his mum, kind of, you know, random little bits there. So it's a a solid episode. There's a lot of things for people to do the next episode. I mean, just the Carlos stuff's amazing. Um, so yeah, um, we, we will get to that. It's old dog, new tricks. It's a great one. Brandy be with me again for that one. That marked the halfway point of this season as well. Well, sort of, I will say sort of, because we kind of have to do an extra episode this season. Uh, because just kind of to allude to that, when we, uh, get, uh, to episode 20 this season, Unleashed, uh, so sort of in between see episode 19 and 20, of course, we will have to do a bonus episode because episode 20, Unleashed, is a uh, crossover episode with ER, of course, which they did. So to kind of retcon that and to make sure that we're covering the whole storyline, we will be doing an episode of ER in the middle of it. This is a show eventually one day I'd love to cover all 15 seasons of, but I will at least get to say that we will get to do one episode of ER, which we will kind of... When we get to uh, a bit closer to it, we'll sort of advertise for you at home so you can kind of know what episode of ER you've got to watch along with us. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to kind of being able to do that, and that's kind of so bonus episode this season. So the only time, should no, not the only time we'll do that. We'll have to do that in season six, of course, too, with medical investigation. So um, yeah, third watch a unique show which has two crossover episodes with two different shows. One which is understandable why it exists in the same universe. The other, I have no idea why this exists in the same universe as Medical Investigation. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, My name is B. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That, impersonating me? What was that? <laughs> My name is Ben. Wow. Do I really sound like that? No, Jesus. Oh, that was too awesome. Holy crap. <laughs> I need to rethink how I speak. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Damn, girl. Um, I don't, I'm not even going to say it now. Stuff you. <laughs> in the Oz Network. Brandy, you talk. No, no, that's fine. I love it. I love it. No, <laughs> just had to. Oh no. Oh wait, you gotta do your signature sign off. No, 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 no. You, you, you said it for me. I can't do anything more now. Over to you. I'm Brandy. <laughs> I'm back. No, um, <laughs> no. The only thing I can say is stay tuned to find out, find out why Carlos is in the hospital next episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.